If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. All right, good evening. Welcome aboard. Start of a new week. It's a Monday into a Tuesday here. Sports Overnight America. Talking the world of sports and a whole lot more. Marty Terrell along the way. Charlie Gibbons will join us a little bit uh, after the opening. Uh, we'll kind of set the table. We'll do some college football media days. are starting on uh, starting to unfold. Uh, Southeastern Conference. Obviously, it's usually one of the headline media gatherings each and every summer and uh, uh yeah here we are middle of july in the sultry hot steamy south uh football is in the air so we'll get into that uh wimbledon we'll have some thoughts on that great men's final the women's uh, big upset on the weekend on jabur got beat uh so that was interesting uh you know a lot of djokovic people saying ah you know the wind kicked up and the wind really affected him in an adverse way look both guys had to play and come on, they you know, now look at Saturday, they closed the roof on the women's game. There wasn't even a hint of rain, uh, but the women kicked up on Saturday. They closed the roof. They did not on Sunday for the men. And uh, the 20-year-old Spaniard, uh, Carlos Alcaraz, uh, upset Djokovic, and he'll be back to defend his title at the U.S. Open. So we will get into that. Obviously, the golf will come uh, center stage this week with the Open Championship over at Hoy Lake. In the UK, we get ready for the uh, British Open, so to speak. They call it the Open Championship. Rory McIlroy will and undoubtedly be the favorite. He wins the Scottish Open this weekend. Nice little tightener, and uh, away we go. And historically speaking, guys that have done well, not necessarily win the Scottish Open, generally show up at the, uh, at the Open Championship the following week uh, in good shape. So uh, all eyes on McIlroy at, at Hoy Lake. So, and he won there in 2014. So he is going to be a horse for the course. So uh, make a little mental note of that. Baseball, second half of the season, uh, DeAndre Hopkins finds a home in Tennessee. Speaking of Tennessee, the Volunteers are going to forfeit uh, some wins from the 2019-2020 season due to some recruiting violations, no bowl ban, uh, not a real big, you know, probation, no big deal there. And uh, obviously with the SEC Media Days, uh, we'll get into that. And then Northwestern, you know, look, they, you knew they are going to get sued, eight former players now. They hire Ben Crump, the you know, civil rights attorney, so – a mess for Northwestern. So we got a lot to uh, toss around here on a Monday into a Tuesday. It is Sports Overnight America. We're presented by Claim Doc, Claim Dash Doc, Ben Cranback, and the whole uh, outstanding staff there. They do a phenomenal job. That is uh, Claim Doc, Claim Dash Doc.com. Dominic, uh, he'll be in for his download. Dom's download coming up last segment of the hour as we come to you live on a Monday into a Tuesday on Sports Byline. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, 
so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. If you're moving to another state, you're getting a fresh start in a brand new town. And when you choose a moving company to help get your valuable possessions to that new home of yours, you want somebody that's going to take care of your things like you would. That's why you need to call Colonial Van Lines. They're America's number one moving company for a reason. Because they'll take care of your things like they would their possessions. They'll use caution so nothing gets damaged. And they won't treat you like a number, they'll treat you like a friend. And when you call now on a qualified move across state lines, they'll give you a $250 discount. Move your things the right way. Call Colonial Van Lines now for a free quote. Call now to learn more about this special $250 long-distance move discount. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. 800-847-0225. That's 800-847-0225. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Are you looking to sell your house? Call 1-800-SELL-FAST to request a free all-cash offer. We can buy your house in days, and you don't even have to clean or fix anything. There are no commissions or closing costs, no agents, no open houses, and no banks to deal with. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST or visit sellfast.com to request your cash offer. There's no obligation. Call 1-800-SELL-FAST. That's 1-800-735-5327. Or visit sellfast.com to get your free cash offer. Sellfast is a home buyer referral service. Each office independently owned and operated. All right, talking the world of sports here on Sports Byline Broadcast, Sports Overnight America, brought to you by Claim Doc and also Destination Grill. Uh, and again, our football launch party. And I misspoke. It is the 17th. It is Thursday, the 17th of August. And oh, we're putting out some social media blast on that. Our football launch party will be live on Thursday night, August 17th, at Destination Grill in Grimes, Destination Grill with an E. Uh, com. We look forward to that. We'll be there from five to nine. We'll also be there a couple of weeks here. Uh, before the calendar turns August, do a trial run, get everything buttoned up for our big night out there. Again, Thursday night, August 17th, that'll be our 2023-24 football launch party, both uh, NFL talk that night. A lot of guys are coming to draft their fantasy teams, talk some college football, so uh, we look forward to that. We'll do the tennis. We'll look at the baseball a little bit later on. Dom will join us for the last segment. Uh, Djokovic, uh, 
his bid for a natural grand slam will go by the wayside. Uh, this 20 year old Spaniard, uh, Alcaraz is outstanding. It's just, a, Hey, look, he got beat six, one in the first set and just came roaring back. Nobody in, in their right mind thought he was going to win after he had a very shaky opening start. Right, we'll do the second half of the baseball season, but you know, some college football, we'll toss it around with Charlie, some NFL talk too. Of course it's official now. Uh, HBO will do hard knocks with the jets, you know, Aaron Rodgers. to me, this comes across the stage, you know, they're, Oh, you know, we hate the cameras, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets, you know, uh, look, uh, the NFL made an agreement with HBO. Uh, there was only five teams, four teams. I think the Saints, Jets, uh, a couple of others were eligible to be featured on Hard Knocks, and they're going to go with the Jets. And it's the camp that everyone wants to see. And I, I think the Jets will will warm to the idea of having HBO there. And you know what? You have fun with it. You know, let's, you know, it's camp. And camp is a grind anyways. This will break up the monotony. So, Away we go. Let's get Charlie Gibbons in here. Charlie will be part of uh, football, the fifth quarter takeover. Of course, we'll really get ramped up in August and September when the season kicks on, uh, kicks off. And we're halfway through July, Charlie. It's right around the corner. How are you? Welcome aboard to a Monday into a Tuesday here. How are you, Charlie? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. It's beautiful weather out here. And uh, I'm excited to talk about some football. It's going to be here before we know it. Excited to get out there to Destination Grill, too. I think that's going to be a good time. Yeah, let's get the ugliness out of the way. I mean, he's becoming, uh, you know, he's the Gloria Aldred now of civil rights attorneys, Ben Crump, wherever there's problems like Jesse Jackson back in the day. Wherever there's a situation where the media's around and there's money to be had, look for Ben Crump. And I'm not killing the guy. This is what they do. You know, some people call them ambulance chasers, whatever. But, Charlie, I, I mean, you could see this headline was written three weeks ago or two weeks ago when we knew that the Northwestern story was going to come into four. And now eight players have lined up to sue Northwestern. Obviously, they've hired a civil rights attorney. Hazing, we're seeing. A, I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but just. I guess I want to talk about it in this context. Uh, is this going to totally just make the, I mean, they were one in 11 a year ago. What is, how is this going to affect Northwestern on the field? Any attempt to, you know, revitalize and revamp this program. To me, this, this is going to be one hell of a long year for Northwestern. I can't even imagine what this team is going to look like. How about you real quick? How do you think it'll affect them? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a train wreck, I, and I think it's just uh, it's just damage control at this point. I think Northwestern at this point is just trying to get in front of it now and just try to stay ahead of it with with everything that's going to be coming down coming down in the media and around the university itself. I mean, just a couple of years ago, Iowa went through a you know similar situation and. I'm sure it's going to be no different at Northwestern. Everybody's going to be talking about it locally, nationally. It's going to be all over the news, and everybody's going to be looking to find the the next little nugget or the next player that's going to come out and you know had a problem with the situation there. So, yeah, it's it's sad, it's unfortunate, but you know that's the world we live in. So. Well, you know, there's a ripple effect, Charlie. I mean, you know, Northwestern, it's not that they're a big game on everybody's schedule, but on November 4th, I think it is, Iowa plays Northwestern at Wrigley Field, and I, I got to think that game has lost a lot of its luster and a lot of its anticipation, even though it's only July, but you start, you know, Hawkeye fans look at the schedule and that Chicago trip, 
or does it have the ripple effect in the adverse, uh, uh, the reverse effect in that, hey, more people are likely to go to go up and watch the game and see this train wreck in live and in person and see that, that purple uniform out there amid the green grass at Wrigley Field. I mean, that's a destination weekend for everybody in November. There are going to be thousands of alums up in Chicago. A lot of Iowans make that trip. Does this scandal, does this hazing mess hurt that game or help it a little bit in kind of a weird way? Real quick, give me a hit on that. God, I, I don't know. If you ask me, I, I'd say it hurts it. Um, I, I don't think Northwestern that they ever had real great attendance anyway. So I think the game at Wrigley might do more for the game than Northwestern. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I just don't, uh, I, I don't know. That's just, that's going to be a tough deal, but I, I don't, I don't think that this scandal is going to make it make more people want to go see the game. If anything, yeah, it'll it, probably just give the Iowa fans uh, a better opportunity to get a ticket. Yeah. Well, you know, like I said, uh, Northwestern has a small stadium at home. I, I, I think it seats 32,000 at home. So, you know, obviously Wrigley Field's going to accommodate more. Uh, that'll be interesting. All right. So we'll see eight lawsuits. I mean, eight guys, civil rights attorney, Ben Crump. Uh, this is going to be something that should fall to the recesses of our minds pretty quickly. I mean, it's just going to be handled off the field. It'll get revisited in November because, you know, unless they beat Rutgers, unless they beat UTEP or unless they beat Duke or, you know, pull off an early season surprise. Maybe, you know, they, they play Howard. They play Howard University out of D.C. There's their win. Uh, other than that, they're going to be they're going to be underdogs in almost every game, if not every game this year. Northwestern, not only will they be underdogs, they're going to be decided underdogs. So it's 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 just going to be a mess. And it's too bad because, uh, Charlie, a couple of years ago, this team was was formidable. I mean, I have to look it up. When were they? Uh, let's go. They were seven and two and 20. They were nine and five in 2018. So, I mean, they were relevant. Uh, they were in the Big Ten title game back in 2018, five years ago. Yeah. So, against yeah. Ohio State. Now, they got throttled. I, uh, I have to look it up. But they, uh, yeah, they got beat 45 24 to Ohio State in Indianapolis. But that's all right. That you was a close they, game, too. That was a close game going into halftime, too, if I remember correctly. And then Ohio State blew it up uh, in the second half. Yeah. So, anyways, um, the the rebuild certainly gets uh, short circuited. There is no question about that. All right, let's get to one other messy thing before we get into the SEC, and that is Tennessee. And uh, you made a good point. Tennessee's going to vacate eleven wins, eight in twenty nineteen, and three more in twenty twenty. You know, no, no, uh, no bowl ban. And I think, look, I think they, the NCAA handled this one right. This wasn't under Heupel. This was under Coach Pruitt. I don't think there's, uh, I, to me, this is, it's not a nothing burger because, you know, it drags uh, the Vols' name, their good name through the mud. But, you know, it could have been a lot worse. How do you see this uh, probation handed down? Uh, yeah, it, it, meaningless, really. I mean, Tennessee wasn't relevant at that time anyway, so they can take away all the games they want or all the wins they want. And they weren't winning national titles in any way. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is, I think this one got handled correctly in the sense that, uh, you know, the kid, the kids that are there, they, 
that that's the one thing about when when these schools they get these sanctions or penalties against them from previous coaches or whatever um the kids today pay for the mistakes of who came before them so i guess in that sense that's that's a good thing and recruiting violations i mean with where we're at today with nil and and uh, the transfer, I, I don't know if there is such a thing as a as a recruiting violation these days. Certainly the lines have been blurred. There's no question about that. All right, we'll come back out of the break. SEC media days. To me, it looks like a walk in the park three-peat for Georgia. They play their first four games at home. They don't play a meaningful game. If, even if you want to say their road game at Auburn is a meaningful game. Kentucky early on in the SEC. Uh, they'll play a patty cake game the week before uh, their biggest game of the year. Uh, it's just not that big a deal to me. I think George is going to run the table again. We're coming back here on Sports Byline. Keep it right here. How would you like to get high-speed internet for your home for less than $2 a day? That's right. For about 50 bucks a month, you'll get lightning-fast internet. Are you paying less than 50 bucks a month right now for your internet? Then call Whole Home Connect right now for blazing-fast internet at 50 bucks a month with no price increases, no hidden fees, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. It's a great deal. And guess what? You can try it for 15 days. If you don't like it, you get your money back. But you're going to love it. And you're going to love the price. Internet for your home for 50 bucks a month. That's less than 2 bucks a day. Plus, no contracts, no upfront costs, no equipment fees. And our 15-day guarantee. Call now. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. 800-617-5145. That's 800-617-5145. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. If you're struggling to keep up with conversations, avoiding restaurants because you can't understand the waiter, if you've got the TV volume way, way up, then you really need these. These tiny but powerful little hearing aids are the Nano CIC Rechargeable, priced at only $297 for a full pair. And no, these are not simply amplifiers. These are ultra-high quality, ultra-reliable hearing aids, priced thousands less than other hearing aids. They fit right in your ear. Nothing shows on the back of your ear. And at only $297 for a full pair. When you order today, Nano will give you a 45-day money-back guarantee. Order right now and Nano will give you a free portable charging case and even ship them to you for free. 
Here's the number. Call now. 800-278-1738-800-278-1738-800-278-1738. That's 800-278-1738. Talking the world of sports here on Sports Byline, SEC Media Day, Southeastern Conference. Uh, to me, it's a foregone conclusion. Look, in the last five years, the Georgia Bulldogs are 60 and 8, 37 and 3 over the last three years. I mean, this is just flat out dominance. And uh, Charlie, I think it, uh, not to sit here and whine, because, uh, I mean, I look at this 2023 schedule out of Georgia and I, I just, I hate it. I hate this schedule. There's no, I mean, seriously, they play nobody. Have you got it in front of you? Look at this embarrassing schedule. They play nobody. Yeah. See it? Uh, yeah, just a second here. I, I just had it up. Uh, you got to really stretch to find a game that you're going to go out of your way to watch. Come on now. Seriously, they open with UT Martin, Ball State, South Carolina, UAB. They play four. They, the month of September, they don't leave Athens, Georgia. And then they go to Auburn. They play Kentucky at Vandy, bye week, Florida and Jacksonville, Mizzou, Ole Miss at Tennessee at Georgia Tech. Come on, Charlie, please. It's a joke. I, I, yeah, I, I know. I mean, they, who knows? They, they could get a tough game out of, right. out of somebody and, you're reaching if you think so. You know, I'm going to give you credit. You identified LSU as probably, other than Alabama, there's some nice stories. Tennessee was a fun story last year. I think Ole Miss will be interesting. I do. I think you nailed it. I think LSU I think LSU might be the story and the team to really hang your hat on this year in the Southeastern Conference. And it, you can say that I'm being the show for a former Notre Dame coach, Brian Kelly. But he's got unbelievable athletes. They have a veteran quarterback. He's got a stable of receivers, and they've got a defense, and they've got guys in the secondary, some first-round choices or uh, high draft choices in the NFL. I think you're right, Charlie. I think to find the real appeal in the Southeastern Conference is LSU. Seriously. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I I think LSU, like I said, I think LSU is is, – the only team that can beat Georgia this year. Uh, they do have great receivers. Um, I, I, I personally am not a big fan of Brian Kelly um, as a coach, but I do know that he was able to get Notre Dame uh, in the CFP, and he was just he just didn't have enough ammo. That that's all it was, and he he got down there to LSU, and he's got all the ammo he needs. So, uh, clearly he can coach and he can put a staff together. So I think he's gonna, I think he's in for a good season this year. He likes his quarterback a lot. His quarterbacks improved and yeah, they're going to have a salty defense. And so it's, it's game on. They're going to be tough to beat. I I really, and I, and I think Alabama, I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm calling my shot now. I think Alabama is going to get get two losses for well that's fine that's fine but sec but charlie you know what i'm starting to think though really when i look at this i'm serious and i know i'm an outlier on this i I really am i'm not all that impressed with the sec 
I'm serious. I, I mean, look, I'll give you Georgia. I'll give you Alabama. You know, I respect the conference, but looking at it this year, to me, I'm telling you, the Big Ten is more interesting. Now, we may see we may see a very formidable Texas A&M and Ole Miss teams in the West. Tennessee is is obviously Heupel's done a very good job there. You're right about South Carolina. South Carolina is going to be improved. If you take them lightly, you might get stung. But then, you know, it's a reach. Then you throw Kentucky, Florida, Mizzou all into one soup. And then over in the West, after LS, I mean, after Bama, LSU, and Texas A&M and Ole Miss, Arkansas, Auburn, Mississippi State. Here's my point. I think the SEC is over-freaking-rated this year. It's overrated. You're not going to convince me that this is the the this is the 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 most stringent, competitive, high-powered conference football conference in America. It's not. On paper, maybe. But as we've said, and any everyone knows, you don't play football any sport on paper. I think the Big Ten would hand it in terms. Now, this is this is a little bit deceiving. I'm talking about parity, interest, uh, contentiousness. Yes, Ohio State's going to be a powerhouse. I think Penn State's going to be right in the mix this year. I really do. Michigan, very strong. We'll see what Iowa's all about. I mean, uh, Iowa expectations to me. Uh, when I hear people say 11-1, 10-2, uh, hold the phone. I, I, I don't trust that, that, that program that much. The schedule's favorable. They don't play Michigan and Ohio State. But all I'm saying is, Charlie, I'm not sold on the SEC this year. It may be an aberrational year. Over a 10-year period, they're the best conference in football. But in this particular year, I don't see it. Am I crazy? Go ahead. No, I, I actually, I can't argue with you on that. I think I think top to bottom, uh, you stack up the SEC against the Big Ten, and and yeah, I think in the end, I think the Big Ten comes away winning more games. I think where the the true separation is 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 at the top, and that's kind of what we've seen in the national championship games. Is it's at the top, and the top SEC teams seem to just dominate. Now, you could make an argument last year that Ohio State should have beat Georgia. And and I think that they should have. So they should have. I, I don't think yeah. they should have. They should have. They should have. You're not no, right. You're right. And 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 Michigan and they had a great team last year as well. I think they're gonna be even better this year. And like you said, Penn State, I I, I can't argue with you on that. I can't. Uh the SEC is, uh, you know, it's been Georgia and Alabama, and now LSU's coming into the mix. So, mm-hmm. but you know, Florida's supposed so, to be well, making here, a comeback my, too. All right, here's my question for you, though: Is it a foregone conclusion that Alabama, their biggest game is LSU? There's no doubt about that. We already looked at Georgia's putrid schedule. LSU schedule is fairly decent. I like the fact that they play Army West Point in the middle of the year because that's going to really get them out of their comfort zone going up against that, that, that offense. But here's, here's my question for you, Charlie. I think the, the, the paucity of quality opponents for Alabama, for Georgia, and potentially even A&M and these other teams, I don't think the rigors of the SEC are going to prepare these teams maybe in postseason. So maybe they'll be lacking come postseason. I don't think Georgia's going to get a test until they get to the SEC title game, to be honest with you. I don't think they're going to get a test. 
and maybe they don't get a test until they play for uh, in the national semifinals in the finals. Who knows? They may not be they may not be suitably uh, suitably prepared for a title run. So my question is: Are we likely to see a Big Ten team break through and win the national championship this year? Maybe a pack, you know, a Pac-12 team. Maybe a Big 12 team. Are we going to see? Are we going to see that? Is Texas maybe the outlier this year and their final year in the Big 12? What do you think? Uh, I think this could be the year that a Big 10 team wins. Um, I don't know about a Pac-12 team. I I would probably have to go with USC just because I know they're going to have the most offensive firepower. They're just lacking mm-hmm. on the defensive side. Uh, but I mean, God, it, you think of Utah and Washington. I mean, Penix is back in Washington. They're they're going to have a good season. Uh, Utah is is the back to back Pac-12 champs. Um, so, but their quarterback's coming off that that ACL injury. So we'll see how that goes for him. But, uh, and then Texas. Yeah, I, God, I don't know. I, Texas, I know everybody's high on Texas, and and I'm, I know on paper they're great, but I'm saying Texas and Sarkeesian, they're going to have to prove it. I, I guess I'm not buying until until I see it. So I I don't think Texas is is got enough to to play with the SEC and the Big Ten. Yeah, and I got to retract because Texas uh, does go to Alabama. So Alabama is going to get a test, and we saw that early on last year in Austin. That was a hell of a football game. I mean, Texas – I mean, Bryce Young took over that game in the fourth quarter and just said, you know what, we're not losing this game, and marched them right down the field, aided by penalties, aided by uh, some shaky special teams on the part of Texas. But Texas-Alabama uh, in September last year was phenomenal. I mean, it was a great, great start to the season. And uh, let me look up the final score in that game. Yeah, I mean, 2019, you can't ask for a better game. Low-scoring defensive battle with special teams in the end. So uh, very, very interesting. All right, so SEC Media Days. Georgia's going to be the consensus. We only got a few seconds here, Charlie. Who's the sneaky team? Is it LSU? And I don't even think you can say they're sneaky. I think it might be Texas A&M. They might sneak up and jump and bite somebody this year. Who do you, give, me, give me kind of a sleeper real quick. I could see A&M biting somebody, and, and I'll be honest with you, I could see Tennessee doing some damage, too. Yeah. Well, uh, you mentioned South Carolina, too. South Carolina, you got you, if you take them lightly, you might get stung. I'm serious. I looked at uh, – they they might be formidable. I don't think South yeah. Carolina is going to be – it's going to be a tough game for people. Yeah, Spencer Rattler, he, he, he's ready to go. Um, so we'll see what their defense can bring to the table, and – Probably the same thing with Tennessee, really. We know Tennessee can score. The question is, is how are they going to be on defense? So Yeah, are they um, going to stop anybody? Uh, no question. Yeah. All right, SEC Media Days, uh, the next day or two, uh, you're going to hear a lot about Georgia. You're going to hear a lot about Alabama and LSU. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, keep an eye on November and December. We get into the bowl season. Uh, we'll see if these teams are stout and prepared for a postseason run. We'll see. Great job out of you, Charlie. We'll come back on the other side. Dom's down low, presented by Vanguard Utility Partners. Randy Burney also sits on the board of Iowa One Call, dial 811 if you're in Iowa, and uh, they do a great job. We come back here on Sports Byline USA, a Monday into a Tuesday here. We're coming right back. Don't go away. Dom's down low, straight ahead.
Right now at Wendy's, when you buy either a Dave's Single, Spicy Chicken Sandwich, Medium Frosty, or 10-Piece Nuggets, you can get another for just a buck. Your dollar never tasted so good. So it's obvious what everyone will get, right? Definitely nuts Spicy and Chicken a Sandwich, Dave's, Dave's Single, and a Frosty for me. And a Frosty. Okay, who said Frosty and a Frosty? Pick your obvious choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Buy One, Get One for a Buck. Limited time only. Price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's valid for item of equal or lesser value. Cannot be combined in a combo or any other offer. This radio commercial was made to convince you to stop speeding. We can't use siren sound effects on the radio, so we'll use other equally jarring sound effects to get your attention. Like telling you that whether you drive a little over the speed limit or a lot, you can crash just the same. You could hurt yourself or worse, others. I'm at the scene of the collision. And the damage you cause will be beyond repair. See? We didn't have to use crash or siren sounds after all. Speeding catches up with you. Brought to you by NHTSA. Attention homeowners. It's not if something's going to break, it's when. That's homeownership. If your dryer, your refrigerator, or your AC and heating breaks, that's an expensive call. And who do you call? Make it easy on yourself and call Choice Home Warranty. We've already done the research and have access to 25,000 technicians that can be at your home quickly. We've covered close to 2 million homes in the United States. There's a good chance your neighbors work with us. Call us right now before the next breakdown. We'll tell you everything that's covered in your home and give you the first month free with our ironclad 30-day money-back guarantee. Call now and learn how to get your free month. 800-392-7027. That's 800-392-7027. Limitations and exclusions apply. First month free with purchase of single plan. Visit choicehomewarranty.com for more details. President Biden recently released a massive $6 trillion budget, the largest budget in U.S. history. And guess who pays the bill? That's right, you, the American taxpayer. American citizens and business owners will be paying more taxes. That's a fact. And if you owe back taxes, they will be coming after you to collect payments. In fact, President Biden also hired thousands more IRS agents to go after you. If you got a letter from the IRS and you know you owe back taxes or you haven't filed in years, don't put your head in the sand. Call us today. We've saved our customers millions of tax dollars. One quick, free phone call will show you how we can reduce your past tax bill and save you thousands. Guaranteed, or you pay nothing. Call now. 800-949-0039. 800-949-0039. That's 800-949-0039. Paid for by the Tax Helpline. Hi, Marty Terrell here on Sports Overnight America. Thanks for tuning in, folks, as we take you with scores, interviews, and highlights in the wee hours of the morning. I'm only laughing because I just I love putting on the tee and letting uh, – it's like pitching batting practice uh, to Dom. And I, I, I know half the time when I ask a question or ask him to opine on something, I always anticipate his answer. And I think uh, as I start off Dom's download brought to you by Vanguard Utility Partners and my good pal, our good pal, Randy Byrne, he played football at Iowa State. He started Vanguard Utility Partners and now a seven-state Midwestern footprint and uh, an outstanding company. Vanguard Utility Partners, where municipalities have to excavate, they got to get Vanguard in there to get all those little flags up so that the the existing infrastructure, whether they're uh, replacing it or fixing it or doing what they do, 
they got to make sure uh, to avoid accidents, and that's what they do, and they're very good at it. Vanguard Utility Partners and Randy Byrne. All right, here we go now. I think I know the answer. Now that uh, the NFL made it official today, it's going to be the New York Jets on this year's installment of HBO's Hard Knocks. That is absolutely appointment television in the Jimenez household. True or false? Hundred percent false. Uh, hard, hard knock. Hard knock. It's not, and it's not because of the Jets. If I were yeah. to watch it, this actually would be a great year to watch it. But I've actually hard knocks doesn't move the needle for me. So I've actually never seen an entire season. I've seen you know clips that I find on social media. I just sure. for the and for the longest time I didn't have HBO. That, that, that's right. that, that's another thing at play. Obviously, I've got Max now. I can stream it. I. I've got so much other stuff that I'd rather watch than a training camp of a team I, I have zero input in. Maybe I'll go back and watch it should I end up with a jet on my fantasy football team, but even that feels pretty unlikely. Yeah, I, I'm with you a little bit. I watch it because the one year that I really, really enjoyed it, believe it or not, was the Rams. There's just something about uh, McVay uh, – you know, they were cutting guys. They were bringing guys in. There was some disciplinary stuff. I liked his coaching style. And there were a few others. The year I think Dallas um, was interesting. But by and large, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. There's occasionally an outlier that's really, really good. But I'm with you. I think if I were really, and I might, I still might, uh, get engaged with this. Only because the Jets have said, you know, what, this is a distraction. This, they're shoving it down our throat was the quote from Aaron Rodgers. That being said, you know, maybe they come around. Training camp is during the summer. It's hot. These guys are annoyed. Yes, some guys carry their playbooks in when they get paged by the coach and they're getting sent on their way. I don't know. I might give it a look, see, and see if they can hook me with it. But uh, we shall see. All right. Um, going into training camp, training camps are opening later this week. What are some of the things that you've got your eye on? Not only with your team of choice, maybe the Niners and what's going on out west, but are there some things NFL-wise that you kind of have your eyes? Uh, mine, on obviously, is going to be Aaron Rodgers. So that might even motivate me further to get into HBO's Hard Knocks. Um, the Patriots, rumblings that Belichick has to have a year where they're in the playoffs or even Belichick could ultimately uh, uh, run askew in the minds of the, uh, the Kraft family, Robert Kraft in particular, the owner of the Patriots. You know, and then the Dolphins, Tua. Uh, the Cowboys. So to me, you know, uh, Carr down in New Orleans, what's he going to be like? What's the NFL going to be like without Brady? Uh, do, do I do I give more life to Tom Brady? Probably not. The situation in Vegas. There's just a whole bunch of the Detroit Lions and then the defending champion Chiefs. To me, you don't have to look far for some pretty decent storylines as training camps open up. Go ahead. What do you got? I'll say for me that there are is not enough happening and yes you you highlighted a bunch of things but it, it's very early training camp for teams that i i've got no skin in the game in so sure. for me what what moves the needle for me with the early training camps i think a is free agency who who's left you've got these question marks with Saquon Barkley i i don't think he's going very to reach true. a deal um, by the time the deadline is. Same with Josh Jacobs in Vegas, another stud running back who's not going to come to terms. I don't know what the status is with Jonathan Taylor, but I think he's almost in the same camp as the other two of them. He might have like one more year left on his original rookie deal. 
that's the first thing that gets to me is because I'm 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 a big off season guy. I love the trades, mm-hmm. free agency, moving, all that kind of stuff. That's that's what uh, gets me excited. I think the second thing is uh is something I do every year is I take a look at how the rookies are performing. And I think that's mainly just because of fantasy football purposes. Again, just like sure. you know, when you've asked me questions about the Cincinnati Reds and and the Pittsburgh Pirates, I'll be completely blunt. I'm not watching these teams, but I have these players on my fantasy team, so that gets sure. me looking at box scores and little mini blurbs of analysis. And that's kind of how my knowledge of the random players in the NFL comes in. Is I'll I'll pick up a random guy, and and I think looking at rookies is a key thing when you're preparing for fantasy football because you want to know okay Aaron Rodgers yes it's training camp but guess what he loves throwing to this guy the the rapports that can be built early on in training camp and over the course of the summer I think are the biggest things for me from a football perspective in terms of what I'm looking for not including what my team is doing. Well, I'll leave it to you, Dom. You just hit one of the most salient points on my checklist today. I could hold up my list and show you, and you segued beautifully into it. Dom, the guys that were tagged and did not meet the deadline, it is astonishing, and I'm going to paint with a real wide brush here. Barkley, Taylor, Pollard, Jacobs. There's four guys. The running back position is being redefined and, and, and minimized like we have never seen before. Is this just cyclical, a trend, or are we seeing football transform and change right before our eyes to where the running game almost becomes an afterthought? And I, I tend to think these things are cyclical, but there's no coincidence. There is These guys are getting low-balled. Uh, Barkley is not going to get a mega contract, and, and I don't know that any running back is going to. I would think if anybody would, it would be Taylor, but even there. So, again, I'm going to paint with – the real wide swath here. What gives with the position of running back in the National Football League? I'll give you two words, and and this is what the answer is. I'll give you. Sorry, let me rephrase. That. I'll give you four words, five words, two phrases. The first, running back life, and the second one, salary cap. Yeah. What these teams consistently, with a few exceptions, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, these absolute stud type guys that you can build an offense around and we, we've seen Carolina and, and Tennessee Derrick Henry and Christian McCaffrey they were the offense they um, were there's no doubt no doubt yeah and I, I think it is a I think it's more of a trend than cyclical I, I think this is a a shift in I'm not going to say analytics because that's not the case but teams are finding value within the draft undrafted free agency backup type guys where they can committee it and produce similar results for two low-wage guys as they would come close to, at least comparable results, as you would get from a guy making 10-plus million a year. And if I'm paying... $3 $3 million for my two guys that are going to produce almost the $10 million. Guess what? That's $7 million that I can add on the offensive line for a secondary player that I need. Or to pay my rookie quarterback, whatever it might be. I think that is where we're going to continue to trend. I think we're going to continue to see that there are going to be, I'm going to use air quotes here, the elite within the running backs that are going to get the big paydays, the Christian McCaffrey's the Derrick Henry type guys, but there are also going to be, 
a handful of guys who are very good players. That list you named, all all pro bowl all pro bowl caliber running backs that are not going to get paid because these teams they're not. And and you know what? And I think the other thing that works against these current running backs is we've seen other running backs get the big contract and then stink or get hurt and just com- be completely yeah. useless to an effect. I think of Todd Gurley. The guy almost won an MVP a handful of years ago. Got an extension. He's, he's, he's nowhere to be found. Exactly. I think so league. I think teams yeah. are cautious of investing money in a guy who's not going to play and then being weary of said contract, avoiding the big contract, not cuz he's not going to get hurt, but because we can get we can use that money and allocate it towards other positions of need. Dom, with the with the proliferation of passing in football, quarterbacks to me are going to be an not an endangered species. They're going to be they're going to be endangered against injury. Uh, we saw it with Tua. We're going to see it with a lot of guys. If they're handling the ball more, staying in that pocket more, holding on to the pocket uh, or, or the ball in the pocket longer, they're going to be hit more. They're going to be injured more. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but when a quarterback throws forty to fifty passes a game, it's not a big deal anymore. That used to be unheard of. You'd have to look for Dan Fouts. I'd have to go back, you know, when you were a little kid, uh, for crying out loud. Maybe not even around. Well, it would, yeah, it'd be roughly 30 years ago. But there were quarterbacks that would throw the ball 50 times and you would fall out of your chair. It's kind of like the NBA with three-pointers. That's all they do is shoot threes now. So 50 pass attempts by a quarterback is not that big a deal anymore, Dom. It's a passing league. It almost rivals arena football, for crying out loud. Go ahead. What do you say about the proliferation of the passing game? No, I think you're spot on and similar to the reluctance in paying big money for the running backs. I think it's just a trend, a shift in trends of ideological values, what teams want to get done. And, you know, you you mentioned the 50 throws. I will say a lot of those quarterbacks that are consistently getting the 50 passes either are getting paid an obscene amount and almost no money is getting invested into the running back position, similarly to Kansas City where Patrick Mahomes is making 40, 50 million a year, whatever the absurd number is, and they've got spare parts in the in, in the backfield or a young guy like an Isaiah Pacheco there. Or they're running West Coast kind of like the Dolphins. And now the Dolphins, too, is not throwing 50 times, but... Um, they don't have a strong running game, but in, but there is that renew, renewed emphasis on the quick hits, the Bill Walsh idea of, if I can throw it for five yards, why would I run it for four? It, it, it's it's right. that it's that kind of thing. So I, I think it's just, again, a shift in, and I think part of it is analytics, where they see, obviously, Bill Walsh way ahead of his time with the idea, but similar to, you know, uh, baseball where I'm going to try to hit a, a home run with a guy at third, and if it's a sack fly, he'll score instead of trying to slap it. it it's all analytics based, and we've seen it with a two-point conversion. What's the better play? Uh, the, the, the numbers dictate I should do this. I think it's just a trend, and we're going to continue to see it. The only thing that concerns me, there are not 32 starting quarterback caliber players in the NFL right now, and there's going to be teams who want to throw it a million times a game and do not have the quarterback to do so. And I think those teams uh, are going to be in deep trouble as we continue moving forward with this trend with the value of quarterbacks. 
You're right, and, and that doesn't even factor in any quarterback, starting quarterbacks that go down to injury. Uh, by the way, the Kansas City Chiefs team, they, they run the ball basically to give the receivers and Kelsey and company and those guys a chance to catch their breath in the huddle. Right. Sometimes Mahomes hands it off too because he's winded and he's gassed. Uh, it's going to be phenomenal. All right, what are the Titans getting in DeAndre Hopkins? And because of the proliferation of passing, New England feels like they ran second. Now they're even entertaining Julio Jones of all people. I figured uh, he had very little skin left on the bone, but uh, what are they getting real quick with DeAndre, uh, DeAndre Hopkins? Real quick. We only got about a half minute. 